Super Talk Mississippi media production. Kickstart your adventure now with a new Gud Golf Cart from Country Carts of Brookhaven. Gud Golf Carts are assembled right here in Mississippi with the best features around. And best of all, they're street legal. Country Carts of Brookhaven, 401 Highway 51 South, phone 601-748-0454. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone. Meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way. Their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no words, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi minute. That's right. Hey, folks, I'm Steve Azar. You're in a Mississippi minute. Welcome. There's certainly many wonderful things to do right here in our fantastic state on hallowed ground. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. Okay, here's the deal. For more than four decades, our guest has worked in the field of advertising, marketing, and graphic design. But as I've moved back home and gotten to know him better and understand how important the arts are to him and how marketing and the arts go hand in hand and affect the economic impact, well, I'm moved. He and his company have produced award-winning projects for a diverse range of clients, including Beechcraft. Baldwin Piano and Organ Company, and Sony Professional Audio, many more. He devoted six years to the creation of the B.B. King Museum and Delta Interpretive Center in Indianola, acting as interim executive director for three years and as overall project manager throughout the completion, which was just recently. This was a $15 million effort to honor one of our most famous native sons, the late, great B.B. King, and was the winner of numerous state and national awards. Other Mississippi projects include the development of the highly acclaimed Mississippi Blues Trail, the Mississippi Country Music Trail, which I'm so honored to be on, and the Mississippi Freedom Trail. I'm ready to roll with him in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, president of Hammonds & Associates, Inc., my man, Alan Hammonds. What's up, Alan? Good morning, Steve. Happy to join you today. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm always, I feel like, you know, I'm glowing when I get to talk to you. Uh, I'm excited about this because as I've moved back, like I said, there's been, you've always come up when it's come to anything that I'm doing related to the arts. I don't care what it is. Your name it always came up, and I didn't know you from the past as well. I knew of you, but as I've gotten to know you, I'm just really excited about this interview today, and I want to dig into, first of all, why the arts, and how do you, especially using marketing tools, and did you ever see yourself sort of doing this in the very beginning, back in your studying days, um, you know, how you've evolved um, as a person that markets any sort of product or brand and how it affects our economic impact? Well, Steve, I think that, you know, from, from the early days of my association with advertising and marketing, I mean, we, I go back in this industry 42 years now. 
I've seen a lot of things come and go, and, and through the years I've been exposed to a lot of things. We had some really good fortunes back in the 1970s, mid-1970s, somewhere thereabouts. We began to do work with a company called MCI, which was headquartered down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and they built professional recording equipment. So we were promoting their products, and, and we uh, got to travel a lot and work with recording artists all over the planet. It was really kind of an amazing period, and I became somewhat aware through that experience of the impact that our state, the great state of Mississippi, has had on modern music. And opportunities just sort of fell my way through the years, I guess beginning, in a sense, with the Sony operation. MCI later became Sony Pro Audio. But then um, one of my dear friends, Bill McPherson from Indianola, Mississippi, had been appointed chairman of the Blues Commission, which was a brand-new entity. And they were about to embark on the creation of the Mississippi Blues Trail. And and uh, he and I sort of kicked around ideas. We, we threw a proposal together about what we thought we could do to, to tell that story and to show the impact of blues on, on modern music. And concurrently with that, Bill was also had just been elected uh, president, I guess, of the... Uh, of the B.B. King Museum Foundation, and he asked me to get involved with him on that project, which at first I said, no, there's no way I can do that. And Bill was pretty persistent, and before I knew it, I had really jumped into that thing head over heels. And and the more I got into it, the more I became just completely caught up in what music and, and the arts have done for Mississippi and how how the legends of, of our great state have impacted so much of what we hear today. And, you know, I'll be the first to say, and I'm sure you may have been this way as well, we all heard music we were growing up. It was part of our background. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but uh, only when I became an adult did I begin to realize the full impact that Mississippi had had on music. And I know, I know Steve, your uh, background is very similar in some ways. Uh, you grew up in the Delta as well. But, uh, but our state has really had a way out of proportion impact, I think, on modern music. And I, I think you would agree with that. Well, I can. T- I love how you reversed the question. I love that. It's my, I'm being interviewed now. You <laughs> but, <are>. but, but <laughs> yeah, you know what? It, this was the perfect example for me. When It was a calling card for me in Nashville. When I finally got my break and the publishing deal started to happen and the offers started to happen and the writing sessions happened with some of the greatest writers in history, and I'd be in the room with them, and the, it was, uh, and my listeners are going to go, here he goes again, but here was what it was. You're really from there? You're really from there? If they were from California or from Timbuktu, I rode with some guys from Europe and Germany and, you know, Alabama. It didn't matter where they were from. You're really from there? And then that's what the first thing that Bob Seeger told me when we started touring together in 06, 07. He goes, you're really from there. He didn't say it like that. He said it different. And I was going like, my God, this is like this. I should be wearing a T-shirt. Or is this stamped on my head? Because I was, it was, but I realized when you and I both and all of us who grow up in it, you, the music surrounds us. And it's just what we're used to. And I don't think we take it for granted, but we don't celebrate it like we should until you leave or until you grow up. And then obviously with you, you're going to work at some places like you're doing these these deals and you're working with world-class musicians and and products and brands and they're pointing back at us so you know they are and and i think that's the thing that uh has been was lost on most of us for many many years I, i when i became aware of it as an adult i was like wow you know I can recall, and, and this may ring a bell with you, there was a great song back in my heyday called It's In His Kiss. Everybody called it the Sheep Sheep Song. Yeah. <laughs> and the woman singing that song was Betty Everett. 
and and little did any of us know in Greenwood, Mississippi at that time that Betty Everett was a native of Greenwood, Mississippi. Yeah. And you'll probably remember another great song uh, that she also performed on uh, called Let It Be Me. It was a great duet with another guy from Mississippi, Jerry Butler, the Iceman from right. Sunflower, Mississippi. So, right. yeah, once you begin to link these these pieces together, it is a kind of an amazing journey. And, and we were just you know, beside ourselves with the opportunities that sort of came our way and 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 we're excited to to watch the reactions of people who had no idea. You know, it was uh, another great story and this I think kind of puts it all into perspective really in terms of our impact on world music. Some years ago, we were unveiling a new marker for WC Handy up in Tutwiler, Mississippi. And Wanda Clark, who is uh, one of my close friends and senior designers with our firm, uh, and it's really ridden herd on the Blues Trail project, was mm-hmm. there with me. We were attending the unveiling, and we had uh, learned that Robert Plant uh, of Led Zeppelin fame was going to attend this unveiling. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, he appeared at the unveiling and spoke. And at the little reception afterward, he asked me where I was from. And I told him I was from Greenwood, Mississippi. And he said, oh, my, Greenwood. Aren't there three Mark Graves down there for... Robert Johnson, and I said, yes, there are three Mark Graves. And he said, but does anyone know which one it really is? And I said, we do. And he said, well, how do you know? So I told him the story of how we had determined where the actual final resting place was. Was he testing you? I guess he was, but then he asked this question. He said, would you take me there? Now, we're in Tutwiler, and we're about 40 minutes away from the gravesite. And I said, you want to go there now? And he said, yes. So Wanda and I got in my vehicle. We headed south, and uh, and Robert and his personal assistant got in his vehicle, and they followed us down to the gravesite. And when we got there, we walked across the graveyard to the to the tombstone, and he stood there looking at it for a bit. And then he started to sort of hum and sing some lyrics from Robert Johnson songs, which was a really, uh, I, I guess, almost like an out of body experience for the rest of us. <laughs> and he said, "Look, I'll be back in just a minute." He walked back to his vehicle, and he came back bearing a large piece of paper on which he had written two song titles, Traveling Riverside and The Lemon Song, 1965. Yeah. And he wrote underneath that, thanks, Robert, exclamation point. Wow. He signed his name, and then he printed his name, R.A. Plant, England, and he stuck it down in the in, by the gravesite with a stick. And then he began to tell us uh, how Robert Johnson had influenced his life. And as the day wore on, the afternoon wore on, he wanted to know if we knew about where he had actually passed away. And I said, well, approximately. So we went around on this old plantation road and, and went to the approximate location of the death site. And he sat on the hood of the car telling us in his entire life story. And he was just an ordinary guy kicking back, but telling us something that just rocked me on my heels. It's how, how the existence of Led Zeppelin in many ways centered around Robert Johnson. And wow. it was a it was a most interesting experience, something I wouldn't you couldn't pay for. It. No. I mean, you just can't get this. I mean, come on. And we made not a single photograph. No one made it was just we were just enjoying the moment and he literally told us about discovering a Robert Johnson record in a in a record store in the UK and I think his his mother and dad were both professionals and uh, they basically told him the record had to go or he did and he said i couldn't quit playing it he said it penetrated yeah. my soul came yeah. out the other side and he said i haven't been the same since yeah well so the, the world mississippi had worked yeah mississippi at work the world hadn't been the same since go to visit mississippi.org to understand more of what my guest alan hammonds is talking about so so much of an impact he has made on all of us and continues to do so you're in the keep mississippi beautiful studio i'm steve azar 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, the Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, the Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. The good and the bad always comes from upstream. I'm with Alan Hammonds, and you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studio. 
Uh, I'm really bad at this, keeping up with my time clock. I need like 11 people. I need my road, I need my road crew, my road manager and everything. Uh, go to visit Mississippi.org to find out what your next road trip's gonna be. We're talking a lot about that right now because a lot of what I'm talking about when you go to visit Mississippi.org, Alan Hammonds has had a lot to do with that. And first, I want to give a shout out to Wanda before we move on. I love her. She's incredible at what she does. Um, she's precise. Uh, she's diligent. And she's got great compassion. And she's perfect for everything we've been doing. So just, don't, don't go crazy. Honestly. I won't go too crazy. There you go, but Wanda. It's all about the women in our lives. Okay, so let's let's dig into... Let's talk stay on the blues trail right now. Okay. When you guys started to to, you know, this whole concept... Um, what did you have to go through to get it all done? And uh, I mean, was it an easy sell? You know, it was an interesting thing. I think it was going to happen no matter what. I, I do think early on in the process, there was some discussion of of contracting with a firm from Virginia, somewhere out of out of the state, to do the work. And Bill McPherson and I had attended a meeting in Clarksdale, Mississippi, at Hobson Plantation, where uh, sure. There was a great discussion of how this Blues Trail project should begin to take shape and what what it would take to make it happen. And there had been a number of meetings and really not much forward progress. And as we drove away, Bill said, is this ever going to happen? And I said, well, maybe not unless we lead by example. And so we kicked around the idea of literally coming up with a concept for a trail marker. And we paid to have a couple of markers cast or Bill did, actually. Bill, Bill funded this. And we did an unveiling at a at a B.B. King homecoming of what we call the Mississippi Delta Blues Trail, hmm. or music trail. And uh, so B.B. came. It was a big to-do. The governor uh, came and was there for the unveiling. And it sort of, I guess, served as an example that, you know what, maybe this is a very real possibility. And this idea of using a cast historic marker, much like the old traditional historic markers, was very much uh, in my head, but to give it a twist, we decided that we would insert on the back of the marker a pre-printed panel that would contain a lot more information, photographs, maybe even a QR code if it needed to be able to link someone to other media uh, types that were out there, film, audio, whatever. Uh, And so we we actually created a mock-up that we carried to and presented at a Blues Commission meeting in as they say, the rest is history. They they bought the concept, and, and we were off and running. And now I think we're two hundred and yeah three. Is it two hundred three? Uh, two hundred fifteen or so markers. Oh, and okay. Right. At least fourteen of those are in other states. And I think what makes this really interesting is we think this is probably the only example we can point to where a state, any given state, has installed its historic markers in other states, ah, and yeah. not only other states but other countries. Liverpool, we were there. Yeah, and so Liverpool, a good example, uh, Norway, France. Right. And then we have markers from Los Angeles at the Nokia Plaza at LA Live to to Maine, to Rockland, Maine. We have have one in Grant Park in Chicago. There are a couple in Louisiana, Arkansas, Florida, Alabama. So it's, it's, to me, we're exporting, just as we exported music, we're exporting the Mississippi Blues Trail, which has been kind of fun. We're talking to Alan Hammonds, and I love that. You talk about Virginia. Why are you going to go to Virginia? If we don't have, we've we've got all the access and the knowledge here. You guys were the ones for the job, and so I'm glad it stayed home because I felt I feel like there's just a little bit more. Um, uh, you're just a little bit more relevant, you know, when you're from here, 
and you have great passion for that. We're talking to Alan Hammonds. Alan, so Blues Trail markers, you know, ex- explain to the listeners, you know, when, you, when you've got this concept and everything. And by the way, when I went and did Buddy Guys and Craig, you know, C-Ray didn't, doesn't tell me that I'm speaking. Uh, and, and he goes, by the way, you're speaking when I'm there. And it's this dreary, uh, cold, you're on the levee. You know, That's we're right. across the bridge uh, from Natchez and into Louisiana. And there he is, and to my to my right and to my left was um, Jimmy Vaughn, and I felt like, are you kidding me? I mean, like you know, I'm a kid growing up, and those guys I looked up to with high praise. So I got to that was my first experience with a, a blues trail marker was there, and I was going like, man, what do you do after this? But uh, but it was a very moving, surreal day, but. Talk to our listeners and tell them when I scream visit Mississippi and I'm doing all that, explain to them how they can go about enjoying the process and, and what comes out of it. Well, I think for people who are really into music or even even people who are superficially into music, I think we provide an, an excellent opportunity for our visitors. We know from just looking at the check-in books at uh, the B.B. King Museum and the Grammy Museum that people come from all over the world to learn about the history of this music that really did alter all of world music. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, the, the collective efforts of these music-themed projects that are being developed around the state, you know, Marty Stewart has a great project under sure. development down in Philadelphia, yeah. Mississippi, uh, Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience in Meridian, Mississippi. You have the Grammy Museum up in the Delta and the B.B. King Museum, which was just recently expanded. Uh, and these these museums are constantly not just sharing the content that's permanently there, but they're all about developing new content, uh, ex- traveling exhibitions, what have you, that will allow visitors to learn even more. So it's a great opportunity. Places like Clarksdale, the Delta Blues Museum. Clarksdale is one of the few places in Mississippi where you're going to find music uh, seven days a week. Pretty much yeah. every day of the week you're going to find music It's there. a music so, town for sure. Yeah. And, and that's a big part of our collective effort at tourism, I think, is the, is the music aspect of Mississippi. When we were looking uh, at the Grammy Museum, I did a lot of research about why they should consider that project for Mississippi. And one of the things we discovered that was on a per capita basis, we had more Grammy winners and more Lifetime Achievement Award winners than any other state. We had a high percentage of, of uh, Lifetime Achievement Award winners, and many of them were people who were who had never knew of their honor they were they were awarded posthumously so and they were the older blues men men that had really uh practiced their craft and were in a way uh you know it took the british invasion i guess to to realize that just what this has done for the world they brought that sound back to us it was born here you know, it was exported to Europe. It came back to us, and it and it literally changed the whole musical landscape. Well, yeah, and it was it was in just in a different package, is all. But exactly. You, but, but if you exactly if different, you dug, different singers, right? Yep. You know, uh, the Delta Blues. Before we go into a break, the impact. You imagine if there was never Delta Blues, what would the music landscape <laughs> That's be? A good what, question. what would it be? That's a good question. We'll have to go to our two scholars, you know, who, who did most of the writing uh, for the Blues Trail project, and, uh, and ask them that question. But that—that that is a very good question. Well, you We're, wouldn't have. Yeah, what would you, you have? You would. What? Well, you wouldn't have Elvis. You wouldn't have Jerry Lee Lewis. You wouldn't have. Uh, uh, who? You wouldn't have Led Zeppelin, the Beatles. You wouldn't have the Stones. You wouldn't That's have. Right. So if if Muddy Waters and and Robert Johnson and and all these guys don't do what they do, 
Eugene Powell for me. I mean, he even hey, impacted me. You know, I love. You Eugene. wouldn't have Motown in all probability. And you wouldn't have Motown. Could you there imagine you that, that? Yeah. Well, that just says it all. We're going to take a break, and we're going to go. Uh, but before, visit Mississippi.org, folks, as Alan and I both will remind you, and as he celebrates it better than anybody. Check it out. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Alan, you get to play DJ. Uh, we are the birthplace of American music, and no one knows that better than you. So into the break, would you like to hear, let's go Albert King or Dorothy Moore? Let's do a little Dorothy Moore. Dorothy Moore is still with us. Dorothy, uh, you know, was was well known for a great hit, Misty Blue. I mean, why not take that, let us take that to break. You got it. Alan Hammonds, I'm Steve Azar. We'll be right back. Here's some Dorothy. Steve Azar. My friends at Guaranteed Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap and go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires or you can contact your local branch. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guaranteed Bank, member FDIC. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Your finally Friday has sunny skies, high near 87. Tonight, clear skies, low around 62. Your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 89. Sunny conditions for your Sunday, high near 91. And for your Monday, 20% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. 
place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify by Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. One of the most iconic moments of 9-11 was when then-President Bush, who had been reading to students at a school in Florida when we were attacked, received the news. His national security advisors weren't with him at the time. We had the two national security advisors Mm -hmm. that he needed to be with him, not knowing what was going on, and the... Dr. Rice was at the White House in the bunker with the vice president, so she couldn't get out. So we, our role was to get these two gentlemen to him. Craig Ray was a special assistant to the president. No one knew what was happening, although that the Twin Towers were falling down and they were worried that more planes were coming. He shared his memories of the chaos of those first few hours and the days following with us this morning. You can hear that full interview at supertalk.fm. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Here we go. This is a fantastic conversation I'm having with Alan Hammonds. He's in Greenwood. I'm in Greenville. We're only about 55 minutes apart as we speak. But uh, the phones have brought us together in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Visit Mississippi.org is what we're celebrating today. It, I guess as good as you could do it. We're talking uh, the Blues Trail markers. Now I want to jump into the B.B. King Museum, Alan. Um, you know, you had sort of two phases, I guess, is the best way I can explain it. Um, and the last phase was completed during COVID, during, you know, crazy times and all that. But it was a heck of a celebration. Take me through phase one. And then did you always have phase two, you guys, Bill and everybody in y'all's minds, Robert, at the museum? And, you know, just sort of take me through from ground up. Well, that project, you know, really began for me back in 2002, and it became an odyssey of sorts. I mean, I had no concept of what I was getting into. And just so you know, the people at uh, at the B.B. King Museum, the original uh, board members, were uh, uh, thinking they were going to build a $300,000 project. And today, <laughs> it's probably in excess of $20 million that have been spent on this thing. So wow. it's pretty amazing. And... You know, I really, I knew of B.B., and I liked his music. I'd never met the man, but uh, my friend Bill McPherson persuaded me to get involved, and he and I, you know, set out on a mission to try to create something very special. And what we learned when we we brought a company on board to do a feasibility study, and the study said, you know what, this will never succeed. You can't make this thing cash flow. It won't, won't bring enough visitors through. But we determined that, okay, we'll, we, we know we're going to lose money, but we probably can come up with a way to offset it. And we did that by creating basically what amounts to a CVB, or Convention and Visitors Bureau for Indianola, a tourism commission, they call it. And the proceeds that are collected from a tax on prepared food and lodging go into helping fund the operation of that museum. So phase one really consisted of... Uh, of concepting the museum, and there's a funny sidebar story that goes with this. We were uh, first engaged in the project. The big question was, okay, where are you going to build it? And B.B. King's manager uh, from New York was insistent that it be built out at the intersection of Highways 49 and 82. And, you know, I'm a marketing guy, so it kind of made sense. That's where the heavy traffic concentration was. But as we got into it, one day, just fortuitously, a phone call came in from a former, uh, an ex patriot from uh, Indianola who was a professor of architecture at uh, Auburn University and he said look I understand you guys are going to be building this B.B. King Museum we'd like to bring our faculty and and students over and do an assessment of the community and make some recommendations Hmm. we thought great so we took them up on it and I immediately looked at Bill and I said we are dead in the water we have just committed suicide because there's a school of architecture at Mississippi State Oh, yeah. So we <laughs> hatched up a plan, and we called the dean of the school over there, and we said, Dean, uh, the dean of the school at uh, Auburn has challenged you guys to a 
competition to pick the site for the B.B. King Museum. Nice. So in true SEC nice fashion, both of the schools, uh, they organized, they brought teams of students and professors to Indianola, and they put these elaborate presentations together. And we flew to Auburn, and they rolled out their dog and pony show, and they recommended this dilapidated piece of property, which sort of threw us a curve, but we listened and we took it all in. And about two weeks later, Mississippi State rolled out their dog and pony show, and guess what? They recommended the same piece of broken down real estate. Wow. So we wow. thought, well, that's interesting. So we start poking around. We learn that the land is owned by the city of Indianola and contained the dog pound and a lot of old rundown property and an old brick building that looked to me like an old brick cotton gin, which it turned out to have been at one time. So we were debating how we were going to break this news to B.B. and to his manager. So B.B. came home in June that year, and I can't remember what year it would have been, probably 04 maybe, and and uh, we had the task of taking him and the manager down to the site. So when we drove up to the site, B.B., they, they looked at me like we were crazy because the, the place was just weed. Weeds were everywhere. Trash was everywhere. And B.B. looked at the building. And the manager was glaring at me because he wants to be out on the highway. <laughs> Baby looks at the building and he said, do you know what that used to be? And I said, yes, it was an old cotton gin. He said, yes, but did you know I worked in there when I was a young man? Ah. So, you know, complete silence. The manager was stopped dead in his tracks. Yeah. He couldn't say anything. That was it. <laughs> so the gin became a focus of an initial restoration effort. And then around the gin was built the first components of the physical plant of what would become the B.B. King Museum. Wow. So so, uh, so so Mississippi wins, just FYI, because Ty goes to Mississippi always, first of all, so he'll stay there. And second of all, did you? how much of the original gin did you keep? We kept everything, everything that was there, and which basically the building was intact, and it's there in its entirety. We did have to restore the building to the standards set by the Department of Archives and History because we did receive some grant money for that. So the old gin, aside from the fact that it contains no real gin machinery now, it's used as a special event space, is there, and uh, and B.B. was thrilled to see it, I think. Uh, You know, an interesting thing about B.B. King, for those of you who never had the pleasure to get to know him, he was very unassuming. He would be much more impressed to meet Steve Azar than Steve Azar would be to meet B.B. King. Hmm. If that if that can put it into perspective for you, but I remember the first time he came after the building had been built, but before any of the exhibits had been installed, he walked into the building and he had a way of sort of crossing his hands on his chest and patting his chest, and he he held he looked down to the floor and he crossed his arms over his chest and patted his chest. And he said, "Please tell me this is not just all about me." I mean, that's just how wow. unassuming this man was. Yeah, I mean, and uh, and of course, at the time we built it, we hadn't really thought about the museum becoming a final resting place for BB. Yeah, you know, but at some point we realized that that was something we really needed to do. Wow, and, uh, you got me thinking. You know, the greats in our in history, the real true greats that actually changed the landscape of music. I'm not talking about just became a great act and they were unique sounding and all they were part of a time and a movement. I'm talking about the ones that changed it like BB. So, I mean, there's something about people that I've met. I don't know if I've ever met anybody as great as BB and the impact he's made on the world, but I, there's a humbleness to this the very successful that you know what I mean that it's hard to explain but you you ask them how 
they just they're unassuming it's like you said you're going like how can you be this way you should be you should be uh, your head up in the sky and you know look at don't never look at anybody in the eye and it's the total opposite the humility and it's almost like they're just so grateful to be there and they don't understand their greatness no, the, the, I, well, in, in the case of BB King, I don't. I'm, I'm assuming that he probably did understand his greatness, but he never maybe took himself too seriously. Yeah, uh, he he was always concerned about other people. I, I, he was a very kind man, very generous man yeah, in many wow. ways. And a a joy to get to know. He really was. Talking to Alan Hammonds, I want to give you one BB King Blues Museum story for me that was that said it all. And you talk about your whole life coming full circle. When I wrote the Down at the Liquor Store record, it was time to record Down at the Liquor Store. Obviously, we recorded this in Club Ebony and made the documentary Something in the Water, which chronicled the making of me and David Briggs from you know the legendary Muscle Shoals rhythm section, Elvis Presley, all that. He came down to stay in Indianola. Lost his front, lost his front tooth. I, I, I think he took a biger by accident, and that was a long story. Anyway, long story short, we we're sitting there, and we had you know little Ray, and and a lot of BB's guys, and and Albert, you know, and uh, Walter King, uh, they were all there, my guys, and then we had you know little Ray play, little Ray played for uh, for uh, little Milton. And when I was a kid, little Milton used to come to the, through the barn in, in Greenville where I worked at my brother's place as a high school kid. And he'd see us go from a van to like a one truck to two trucks and all this. And he'd go, little Azar. He called me little Azar. He goes, you're going to do this. And I said, I mean, that's what he used to say to me, you know, and I didn't understand it at the time. But I knew who little Ray was because little Ray played with him forever. So. We're talking about down at the liquor store, and I'm talking about, you know, we're, he knows there's just a lot. He goes, Steve, I'm going to tell you something real quick. Little, you know, little Milton gave me two of his guitars, and they're sitting at that museum right, right down the street. Yeah. And he goes, why don't I go get one of them? And, you know, Robert goes and opens the place up, and he's, right. it's incredible, this moment of him looking at it. He hadn't touched it in a while. He goes, look at the sparkle from little Milton's suit. In, you know, which we all remember, and he goes, "Let's put some new strings on it." And I swear, I mean, it was the most surreal moment. And we played and recorded the song, and it's almost like the ghost of Little Milton comes flying out. And then he went back and put it back in the case and just set it right back down, like so gently. And I was like, I can't believe that this has been like how many years, how many decades have gone by, and how that was an important thing for me to get to know him, and how it came full circle. And into my music. It was just a major, incredible moment in my life that I'll never forget. And with that, we're going to take a break. We're heading into the uh, last segment with Alan Hammonds. I could have a thousand Mississippi minutes with him. Uh, I appreciate, Alan, you taking the time off your work schedule and celebrating who we are at visitmississippi.org is what we're talking about here in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Don't run away. Your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Supertalk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. 
Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, the Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Welcome back. The first place Mississippi Braves return to Trustmark Park for their final homestand of the 2021 season, Tuesday, September 7th through Sunday, September 12th versus the Montgomery Biscuits. Join us for Bark in the Park on Tuesday, First Responders Day on Wednesday, and Drew Waters MVP statues for the first 1,000 fans on Thursday, Thursday. On Friday, the first 500 kids, 14 and under, receive a back-to-school backpack courtesy of the Mississippi Department of Health. On Saturday, September 11th, the Braves will honor all first responders and military. And feature post-game fireworks presented by the Mississippi Department of Public Safety and Commissioner Sean Tindall. The regular season concludes with a family fun day, 2.05 p.m. matinee on Sunday. The regular season concludes with a family fun day, 2.05 p.m. matinee on Sunday, September 12th. For tickets and postseason playoff information, visit MississippiBraves.com or call 888-BRAVES-4. Join us this week at Trustmark Park as the Embrace close in on a double-A South regular season title. Pillium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pillium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pillium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pillium.com. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber-fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. 
At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I love rolling down a Mississippi Minute with a fellow Mississippian. Visit Mississippi.org is what we're celebrating. Check it out, please. So many wonderful things to do right here that we are screaming from the top of our uh, vocal cords today. I am with Alan Hammonds. Hammonds and Associates in Greenwood, who have really done such an incredible job of keeping Mississippi beautiful, and that's part of the deal. Um, let's talk country trail marker system, which I'm so honored to be on. But so, where does all that is, that is that a Marty Stewart thing? Is that you guys? I mean, you know, obviously you had a roadmap with 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 the original, and and then was the Freedom Trail somewhere in between? You know, give, take me through yeah, that. The Freedom Trail was somewhere in between, and and that was an effort on on the part of the state to chronicle, you know, the incredible uh, period of time during the principally during the 1960s when. Uh, the struggle for equal rights was really at its heyday in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And there are a number of those markers out there today. There are a few that are yet to be installed. We have a couple still in the shop here that will go out soon. But uh, but between the, those three trails, they, they've kept us pretty busy with developing content. And you were talking earlier about the uh, the country music trail. You know, there's some great stories. You know, about some of the uh, some of the, the connections in country music. And one of, one of my favorites, Ty's Hollandale. To Sledge, Mississippi, and if you know anything about the the geography of the Delta, those are on kind of opposite ends of the Delta. But Sledge, Mississippi, was home to a very unique man that I had an opportunity to work with for Sony many years ago. We did a photo shoot for him uh, out in his studio in Dallas. Charlie Pride, and and you got to know who that is. That's Charlie yeah. Pride. Yeah. But one of his biggest hits was written by a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, from down in Hollandale, Mississippi, and you remember him? Well, I know uh, Kissing Angel. Peters. Yeah, Kissing Angel. Good morning. Yeah, there you go, Kissing yeah. Angel. Good morning. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, went uh, pretty well to the top of the charts in the country music scene, and two Mississippians collaborating on this: Ben Peters, a writer, and uh, and then Charlie Pride, the singer. Did Marty Stewart come to you and go, "Hey, why?" Are no, you- Marty didn't. Marty didn't come to me. I think Marty uh, actually probably went to the governor. He was like, "Wow, man, we got all this focus on uh, on uh, blues music." You know, let's talk about country music. The parallel development. I mean, because you know, you can argue about where the roots of blues really are, but a lot of scholars give Charlie Patton, who hung out in the. Um, Sunflower County area, uh, some credit for being the father of what we know as Delta Blues. And then there's a little argument about who the quote-unquote father of country music would be, and that was Jimmy Rogers, a Meridian native. Absolutely. uh, You know, that goes back, I guess, to the Bristol sessions, which were taking place. That was being recorded in 1927. And we have a country music trail marker there uh, that commemorates that. So. uh, and I think if you go to the Country Music Hall of Fame, you will find uh, an image of him with a reference to the man who started it all, Just a Mississippian. So incredible. when you look around, I mean, gosh, we had so many great things from Mississippi, and really some people we've failed to honor properly yet. And if you go to Leontine Price, my goodness, you know, Laurel, Mississippi, and Leontine Price was one of the few people in history, I guess, to receive a 40-plus minute standing ovation at the Metropolitan <laughs> Opera. <laughs> so you have these incredible people. Uh, 
that uh, have really changed the landscape. Okay, so what else is on your plate right now that you're enthusiastic about? Well, I'm enthusiastic about life, and uh, <laughs> when you get to be my age, you you want as much of it as you can as you can roll in. <laughs> but uh, you know, we we're, we're staying engaged, and uh, we just came off of a really interesting project for the Grammy Museum, which is another project I spent almost six years, I guess, working on. Um, it's the first Grammy Museum outside of Los Angeles, and it's located up in Cleveland, Mississippi. Um, the uh, the temporary exhibit that's there now has to do with the story of MTV. A lot of people don't have any concept that the founder of music television was a Mississippian. <clears throat> and for those of you who don't know, his name is Bob Pittman. His brother Tom is uh, a resident of Northwest Mississippi and formerly ran the Northwest Mississippi Foundation. So... Um, Collectively, uh, Tom kind of and, and others worked to make that project a reality. It's a great story about the founding of MTV. And Alan Hunter, one of the first five VJs, although he was an Alabama native, uh, finished college at Millsaps. And mm-hmm. uh, so Alan Hunter and uh, Martha Quinn, who was one of the original VJs, and uh, Bob Pittman all came down for the opening of that temporary exhibit on the the 40th anniversary of the founding of MTV, and I'd encourage people who haven't had an opportunity to see it to go take a look, go visit these places, go visit the expanded B.B. King Museum, which has some great artifacts. One one great sidebar story there is one of B.B.'s old tour buses is now inside the museum, along with this Rolls-Royce Silver Shadow and a custom-painted Chevy El Camino. And And the tour bus, I get this and think about it, the tour bus has 12 million miles on it. That's enough to go to the moon and back 40 times. That's crazy. Think about that. I can't think Yeah, about so it. the man was on the road. Uh, there were days when he'd have 300 and, I mean, years when he'd have 340 or so right. one-night stands. He played every night. Um, wow. So, you know, these are great opportunities. Go to, go to any of these great museums around Mississippi and, uh, and find out what our visitors. It's shocking to me sometimes how people who live in a town where one of these great facilities is located, they've never been there. Yeah. Go, da- go down and see for yourself why other people come to Mississippi. I love that. And that's how go we're going to, that's how we're going to end that with Alan Hammonds. That says it all. It's in your backyard. It's in your front yard. It's right there out it's your everywhere. window. It's everywhere. You've been in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studio. That's where you've been. Uh, Hammonds and Associates have, have changed the landscape uh, in such a positive way that affects our economy and celebrating the arts better than anybody. Alan, you are the man. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for spending the time in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studio. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. Your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. A Supertalk Mississippi media production.